you could call. Okay, wait. Maybe I'll let you do say the joke. It was not very clever. Okay. I'm not repeating it. Nothing that's said on this podcast is very clever. Um, no, that's not the point of it. Yeah, that's not the point. The point of it is to have friends and laugh. Right? Live, love, it's laugh. funny sometimes. Every mm-hmm. now and then we sure. It's but funny it's, we sometimes. stumble into it. It's like the three it's like three stooges type comedy where like they're not those aren't witty guys. Or wait, actually I think that Groucho is, but they also like stumble around and fall in like comedy the pickle troop. barrel or something. Where Groucho of famous of the, famously of the three stooges. Oh yeah, whoops, god damn it. You're right. So those are the witty guys. The Marx brothers. Yeah. Those mm-hmm. are the guys that's the other podcast. That's like a good podcast where the guys are smart. But we're the three stooges, and we still have a right to exist. You know? Yeah, we just kind of blunder around. We're still funny. We all spank each other when we all get in a row and spank each other's bottoms. Mm-hmm. Back and forth like the three stooges. I think we're more like the Keystone Cops or the Bowery Boys. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we, the Keystone Cops, those guys are good. That's great that at one time the archetype of cops was like the fucking idiots. Yeah, bumbling moron. These guys are, yeah, that's the, that's the police officer. It's obviously he's a moron. Welcome to Trash Delivery, everyone. Saw it in books, I read it on tape. I went to Chicago this weekend. Let's hear, let's hear Chicago. Did you get a Chicago dog? I didn't. I feel bad about that, but it's I didn't. It's a weird. It's weird, man. Why? Don't you want to experience Chicago? I mean, I've had Chicago dogs in Chicago, so I've done it. Been there, done that. I do enjoy them. Hot dogs dragged through the garden, as they say. As long as we can agree on that, yeah. That that the excess of a Chicago dog is actually something to be savored. I I really like it. <clears throat> What about uh, a deep dish? No, man, fuck that. You don't like that? Are you like a I mean, pizza fucks me up already. Type guy? Like Pe- you think it's an open, nasty scab? No. No? you. That's okay. gross, though. I'd never thought about that. That's, a, that's one way to Co- think because of Because of the sauce on top? Yeah. I actually quite enjoy uh, Chicago-style pizza, but uh, it's too much. It would just ruin my whole night. Yeah. 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 No, I went to a birthday party uh, for this sister of my friend, uh, Chicago friend, and she turned 27. And so this party was all, it was like 50, 27-year-olds. And then us, me being like 40, and then most of my friends being like 35, 36. So the cool people at the party. Oh, uh, actually, yes. Yeah. Actually, you showed him the way. Yes, definitely. <laughs> so we were told that we were told that there was going to be cocaine at this party, and that there would be plenty, and that we were VIPs. So hell yeah, I love get, to do get ready. Comedy at a we're party. gonna do cocaine, and I was very much like, if it is put in front of me, I will do it, uh, but I'm not going to be like looking around yeah, for sniffing it. Sniffing around. No, like, I'm just gonna try yeah. to have a good time. What you uh, doing in this room? And just if checking. I, right. So here's the thing. Yes, there was cocaine at this party. And 
it was supposed to be like a secret, except that everyone at the party knew that there was cocaine at the party. And so everyone there who was doing it just turned into these greedy weirdos who want more, you know, you want more. Oh, God. And my friend who'd never done it before did it and was like, uh, she just kept saying, like, I feel betrayed. You all betrayed me by not telling me how amazing this drug is. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, no. If you like it that much, we've done you a favor so far. <laughs> right. She was like, we should do this every weekend. And I was like, uh-oh. Uh, I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah. And I, I held off. I didn't even do it until, like, the very end um, when it was just a little bit left. But, like, all my friends were just, like, acting like, I was, like, above it all. I felt better than everyone else. <laughs> Until, except then, of course, I got too drunk uh, and was offered a joint, which Ooh. I smoked and put me, like, over the fucking edge. You get you Where I was like in my head. I wasn't spinning or any of that, but I was very high. And I was, like, standing in the middle of this party outside. And there were, like, three conversations happening right near me with different friends of mine and pe- and then people I'm not really friends with or don't know at all. And I was like hearing all of the conversations happening like simultaneously. And I was like switching and trying to figure out like which one of these should I try to inject? Cause right now I'm just standing here like an idiot, like just by myself mm-hmm. with a beer in my hand, just like just kind of swaying. Uh, and I didn't want to be a part of any of them. None of the. Do you remember which uh, which three like starter Pokemon conversations you had to choose from? No, no, no. So no. I just remember Palance, thinking that Palestine. everything they're talking about is fucking stupid. One was Game of Thrones, and how it. Well, I found uh, out no after, one talks about it anymore. I found out after the fact that there were some of the friends of the birthday girl are uh, hardcore Zionists. Well, it's amazing that you found that out after. Congratulations. It's really good that I found <laughs> that out after. Oh, my God. Uh, and it's really good that I went into it thinking I won't be talking about that. I won't be bringing that up. Yeah, that's good. Now you're putting you words in my it? mouth. I condemn the death of Palestinians. Do you condemn I the don't death of Jews? Condemn, I don't support any killing of any people. Do you condemn but why the are murder you... of... I'm going to give you some kudos. Yeah? I did not know you were taking medicine. Well, good. Before the podcast. Uh, well, you know, I, I have a history. Not, I try to not take a bunch. Of being very annoyed with people who do that. Yeah. Nick always knows when I'm on Adderall. Or, I always know when other people are on Adderall and it drives me fucking mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. I find it very annoying. Yeah. But I didn't even know. <laughs> I didn't even know. So you're doing a great job. That's good news. Mm-hmm. That's great. No. Makes me wonder what else you're not telling me, though. Yeah, I still have Coke. Me and Bobby actually are, like... <laughs> yeah. Best friends now. We hang out now. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, mark this to edit out the name. I don't know how much it fucking matters. Imagine imagine that ever, like, what would that be? The cops listening to this? They're like... I mean, how many bo- Bobbies sell Coke? Probably a lot. Yeah. Might, his name might not even be Bobby. That's his alias. It would be smart to have, for him to have not told me his name. He's a big Howie Mandel fan. Oh, yeah. Bobby's World. Mm-hmm. I loved that. Me too. <laughs> it 
Because I, I, God, I gotta tell you, no I, Bobby's world for Kevin. Just don't know what it is. Oh wow. I gotta be honest. I still don't really know who Howie Mandel, Mandel is outside of the context of him being a little squeaky voiced cartoon. He's in movies. He's a famous. He was in Little Monsters with Fred Savage. Okay. As a little boy. No. Okay. As a monster. Really? Yeah. He's that creepy monster. Yeah. He's that, the monster. That movie was scary. Kind of, because they take him to the monster world under the bed. Oh God. It's got the and I remember the monster has like like gremlin fingers. There's like fingers on a bedpost at some point. Yeah. And uh and he was the host of Deal or No Deal. And he wouldn't touch people because he's a germaphobe. Sounds like a cool He was guy. a stand up comedian. Before Bobby's World. You got one of his jokes? Bobby remember? was one of the characters from his stand-up. What type of stand-up comedian? Lame. Edit, I'll edit in a clip right here. Oh, here's, okay, last night, last night, last night, okay, three nights ago, I was, <laughs> what, what, what? What are you laughing at? Here's what happened. I got up in the middle of the night to stub my toe, and I slipped and went to the bathroom. Well, here's something. Listen to this. Listen to this. Want to hear something? You want to hear something? Want to hear something? Well, guys, what's the point of human conversation? Fuck me. That's you should use that at the like when the next time you are talking to a girl. When is that going to be? That's yeah. Then she'll be like, "Fuck, this guy's too deep to." I was literally I was at UFO for like ten minutes, and some chick just fucking. Came up to close her tab and started asking me about my tattoos and flirting with me. Well, it wasn't necessarily... It could have been you. wasn't necessarily going to be me. We couldn't know if it would. It and I wouldn't been care. You. I don't care. You are much You are much less fat than I am. Maybe... The, you also have conversation piece tattoos. Well, maybe these you, tattoos aren't ones that she wanted to talk about. And maybe she liked that you were bigger. That's possible. It's but possible. You whip out your one-liner, uh, why are you even talking to me? Yeah, you just say what... <laughs> Girls love that. Yeah, she's just like, she's oh, just like, cool, oh. I love Charlie Chaplin. And then you just follow that with, what even is the point of human conversation? <laughs> maybe, I, maybe... That's why I like silent Well, films. there's girls out there that like the dark, brooding, you know, on the verge of killing themselves type. They mm-hmm. like those guys when they're hot. Who You're are hot. I love the dark. Not hot enough to justify that. The brooding guy. Well, then maybe you need to put on a fucking happy face when you go out in public sometimes. I usually do. And I still get shit, so. The dark, contemplative soul on the, on the edge of ending it all who just also like has a real appreciation for slapstick comedy in the, from the silent era. It's funny when he falls down. It is, it is funny when people fall down. Did you listen to that record? What, Tammy's record? Mm-hmm. Not yet, no. Okay. What is that? There's a friend of mine put out a record, an EP, and it's very good. Potential romantic interest for Kevin? No. Dig went on a date with her, though. Oh. This is, yeah. You did go on a date with her? No, Nick did. Oh. I don't, I'm not interested. I went on a date with her. Recently? No. Just like two years oh. ago. Not two years Trying ago. Trying to get Almost. the heat. It was two summers ago. Yeah, I guess time flies. And I self-sabotaged. I was far too hungover to go on this date. And so, like, oh, I just no. had nothing to say the whole time. Because I was yeah. just suffering horribly. <laughs> also, I didn't have a car, so she had to drive. 
It was, it was weird. That's the trash delivery date experience. Mm-hmm. I, uh, that was I saw the last date I went on. <laughs> Great. I, I saw the uh, Detroit Bold van again today. Uh, and every time I see it, I'm always just like, it always makes me feel a little strange to see that he's got a new young boy in there with him. He's always got a young boy. For anyone, I don't, I don't I haven't talked about this. I, I don't think have I. What's Detroit the, Bold? Okay, well, Kevin doesn't even know. I was once the right hand uh, boy for uh, <laughs> for Detroit Bold Coffee Company. Which, if you're in the Detroit area, you might you might have seen the classic Detroit Bold uh, brown bag at the stores on the shelves of Kroger, Meyer. A lot of people like to buy though. It's funny how like often it's come up since quitting this job, uh, because the guy was uh, like kind of a a nutcase who obviously like um, had me around as a kind of weird. You know, steady, this was a steady realization, but that I was like a sexual accessory. Uh, that, what? That he was constantly frustrated by that I treated it like a job and didn't want to go on vacations with him. Uh, <laughs> you were his, you were like his cabana cabana boy. Like, yeah, what, what? I was. I very much was. Yep. <laughs> Did he make you like wear little cut off shorts and? He would. This is why I got like. This is why we had to part C- ways. Clean his pool with your shirt off. I resisted it, and I was like constantly trying to like be like, all right, but like let's see how can we make your insane idea of selling a million bags a month for black people an uh, an idea that not only doesn't make sense. Like, you know, in the way that you're saying that it will help black people, but also, like, we do not have anywhere near the means to produce a million bags in a month and sell them and package them. Like, like obviously, like, cartoonishly, that's not possible. Is this and, guy black? No, not at all, no. His name is A.J. O'Neill. Not at all. He's, he, he loved to, he got his rocks off telling the story constantly of how one night, at this, he owned a coffee shop in Ferndale, like before the whole Detroit Bold experience. And that one night during like an open mic, he like said he started singing Danny Boy and wouldn't stop. And it like went on for 12 hours with people that kept coming up. It's probably like an elaboration because that doesn't really like make sense. But I do know that I like own a book on accident that I guess I like stole or maybe he gave to me. Like some writer wrote a store, a, a whole book. There's an awful book about uh, the like 24-hour Danny Boy marathon that he had for no reason, and, and like the thing, it's like whatever. That's like a fun, stupid thing to do if you just think it's fun and stupid. But he has to impregnate everything he does with like such meaning, and like the mayor showed up and stuff, and he was just so proud of himself for this. Like, why did you quit this job? Sounds fun. The th- well, the thing that ultimately made me quit it was when he. Uh, we were trying to package up because we were like doing this upstart coffee thing. Um, and he was having success with it as far as we got it in Kroger and stuff. I was there for it all on the ground floor. This is part of my disillusionment with at this time. I was like, I'll be a part of a startup, whatever. That's cool. A business that's f- that. Well, I'll do it. And when we, he got it roasted at the Bacheris coffee company in Highland park who supplied coffee to the Vietnam, uh, Vets, or not at the time, they weren't vets. They were just little boys uh, being trying, you know, sent off to exterminate a people. Uh, but at the time, I was like, oh, this is all cool as hell. This is great. The coffee smells kind of like chocolate. I've come up with my, I'm like, well, one day we could have a peanut butter 
uh, coffee. Yeah, what, what were your duties? You're just like brainstorming new flavors of fucking, coffee. My duty was to nothing. My duty was like to organize his life for him and make it like make. You know, he have all these expectations for me to like know where he was supposed to be on his schedule or to be in charge of stuff. But also, every time I would start trying to take lists of things, he would uh, like tell me that that was wrong because true if i was really dedicated and committed i would be able to keep it all in my head wait so you were the andy Sachs to his miranda Priestley. you this was like the devil makes coffee okay yeah okay yeah kind of uh except did that lady want to have sex with her no okay uh because eventually i think he got frustrated with me and he took on another boy named chris was he making overt overtures towards you that you were rebuffing he like it was all kind of like this kind of like implied closeness, you know, like grooming. I was in the initial phases of grooming where I just kept turning down the vacations where like, you know, then we're like in a hotel room. Oh, there's only one bed. I'm sure is how it works. At one point, he did take this Chris guy, the new boy who I'd like I it sucked that I and honestly, deep down, I was like little pangs of jealousy. I was like, oh, this is the hot new boy. I was like, he's hotter than me, too. I can tell. I could tell that this boy is hotter than me. It's like, there's a reason why he wanted to go to New York with Chris. The reason why he wanted to actually go, I mean, Chris may have been hotter than me, but Chris was also had the proper like father issues to be his boy and actually like started accompanying on, on these vacations, which Lord knows what happens on them. Here's an example though of how fucking stupid this guy was, was he like, there's this art collective that was moving to uh, on a, a high school in a band or in, in Highland Park. It was a high school that was no longer being used, and they're like a theater collective or something, and they bought this high school, and they were going to be moving operations to Highland Park. And he had this whole idea of like, oh, let's do an ambassador mission to New York, where they're you know currently located, and just like introduce ourselves. And so he like drove all the way to New York with Chris, didn't like call them once or check in with them, and they just show up at this building that no one is at, and no one's there, and that's the end of it. They just drove home and probably fucked, I guess. But uh, the reason I quit, I guess this is a long road to... The the moment I quit was when we were trying to load up a pickup truck full of, you know, cardboard boxes of coffee and it was raining. And he was in like frantic crazy guy mode because he's also a former alcoholic guy who used to like measure how long it took to get to a, a place by how many tall boys he could drink before he got there. And eventually like went flying through his windshield and had his whole like half of his face destroyed and, uh, and then redirected all of his manic energy into his coffee company. So uh, that was an, another element to it. And so we were loading up this pickup truck. It was raining and I had the, uh, the, the, the temerity to try to take a tarp out and throw it over top the, cardboard boxes when he wanted me to just be loading them frantically even though they were all getting wet i was like we could just put a tarp over these and then you know it's like not a problem and he screamed at me like in my memory a gorilla man is how i how i memorized it i you know just like very very freaky like guy not like a being scolded by a boss type thing you know like a guy like screaming at you (laughs) in like a creepy like we're not this close type of way uh and then I said, I'm going to not come back anymore. Uh, and he tried to, and you know what? 
I will not be groomed. He tried to get me back. He tried to hit me up. Be like, you know, Dustin, I think, you know, there's still a place for you here. I said, no. Worked out well for you. And now I'm a wedding videographer. And that's my Detroit Bold. That was a hell of a song. story. Also, the, the, it was an, an initial, like, um, leading me towards, like, leftism or whatever you want to call it, like, communism, whatever I am. Uh, uh, well, because you had a small business tyrant. I had a small business tyrant, and he tasked me with coming up with the marketing, too. Like, coming up with... How much was he paying you? Not in, like, fucking $12 an hour. It was ridiculous. You know, just... And like not and me not having enough ideology or whatever at that point, like still kind of being in the zone of like, just grind, just grind, you know, get up there, take what you can get. And then you'll prove yourself when you get there and then you'll have, you know, be treated fairly. Uh, but I, I was like, he was obsessed with linking this coffee company to like Henry Ford's uh like $5 a day wage and being like, it didn't make any sense because nothing in the company was at all actually structurally doing anything to like care about working people. Like I said, he was just paying me $12 an hour, you know, which in his head, he's like, hey, it's more than $5. I'm better than Henry Ford. And I started reading about Henry Ford. Cause I'm like, Oh, I'm going to help you come up with the marketing. And I, I was making videos for him and stuff. And like, the more I read about Henry Ford, <laughs> the more I learned about Henry Ford. And let me tell you, bad guy not not good not not a good man no um you know unless unless a paper called the international jew sounds good to you sounds like you might enjoy that um just like well, it's, I, it's, I mean you, what, what side of the uh, israeli palestine conflict do you think henry ford would be on? <laughs> i'm interested at this point no he would have evolved at this point, by he'd now probably, he'd be on the israeli side yeah, he? yeah. no that be. was a different time Mm-hmm. That was he. He would like the. Well, he would have Jews. a newsletter called the American Jew, but it, or the uh, International Jew, but it would be like about the diaspora. It would be like a pro, pro Zionist mm-hmm. newsletter. Yeah, and there's like weakling Jews that aren't Zionists or whatever, or like that are, whatever. And uh, also the other we thing, we just have articles about how Ellie Valley is bad news, a self-hating Jew, stuff like that. Yeah. And also, I learned very quickly that the $5 a day wage was something that to actually get, you had to subject yourself to his, like, Amer- I forget exactly what it was called. It was called, like, Un-American Squad or Un-American Patrol, where basically, like, you would be gang-stalked by uh, Henry Ford's, like, group of freaks that would, like, make sure that you're not, like, gay or doing anything, you know, staying out too late or whatever, and that's the only way you could actually get the $5 a day wage. And, uh, and me taking this back to the bo- being so naive, being like, uh, hey, I actually think like maybe some of this stuff's not right. Or, you know, maybe we shouldn't use Henry Ford and him just being like shutting that down. You know, he's like, no, we live in stupid world. We live in dumb business land where we don't think about where we don't, you know, we fucking like tunnel vision ourselves into uh, our, our own fucking uh place in Moloch's chest or whatever. I guess you don't want to be in Moloch's chest because then you're a thing being sacrificed. Uh, but you know what I'm trying to say. Excuse me. Business. Hmm. I tried. This is just to say I tried. 
I, you dabbled. I didn't want to be a leftist. Put your, I, tips your toes in the water. I wanted to be a businessman. It was forced upon you. He said I had equity. Yeah. Yeah. I'm assuming I still do. I'm going <laughs> to hit him up about that someday. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I saw him pull into the Kroger parking lot with his new boy and still felt that old pang of jealousy. My goal is take this product and share it with the country, much like Johnny Appleseed, and spread this not only knowledge of the better side of Detroit. It's an honest to goodness working class Joe. We've been doing this pretty well for over a hundred years here in Detroit. And uh, you know what? This imbues the working class mentality that's a vital part of all of our cities. And you can't get a better cup of coffee. It's the best. So, hey, AJ, tell me how you got started. I got started in a cafe in Ferndale. We had the world's longest concert called the Assembly Line Concert in 2009 and got known as the little cafe that bailed out the American auto industry one cup of coffee at a time. What is that? Uh, it looks like a hotel key card. What uh, is that? This is my cool... They like to give you beer openers, bottle openers at uh, weddings. This it's one's like one opener? of those ones in the... St- it's a metal one in the style of a credit card, but it's also like fucking thick as hell. So you would never actually put it in your in your wallet, but... It does have, like, the font of an old steakhouse from the 70s. Rachel R&B. and Ben. I love Rachel and Ben's. Uh, you should try their filet mignon. <laughs> Something I don't know what it tastes like, actually. I pro- the number of steaks I've had in my life, I can probably count on one hand. Yeah, probably the same. I never, like, even when I was a meat eater, got went into the steaks too heavy. Yeah. I used to order steaks, like expensive steaks, um, when I would go out to eat with my parents when I was like a little kid. <laughs> I was like, very spoiled. They were like, uh, they're like, I was like, what should I get? And they'd be like, oh, get whatever you want. And I'd be like, I'll have the New York Strip again. <laughs> Did you get it because you like knew you liked steaks, or just because like you knew steaks was like a cool big boy thing to get? Both. <laughs> because they'd like yeah it's a, probably a feedback loop right there mm. I, I think like maybe people that become vegetarians on in general are people that didn't love steak i think that people should probably not let their small children order the most expensive thing on the menu the more, more discipline you say you, you say yeah i, I, I think i could use some of that yeah tell them they can get two sides uh, i will have the lobster tails as one of your sides. <laughs> yeah. I'll surf and turf. I got to open this. Hold on. Well, it works. I got myself a dragon's milk. Well, talked into the beer. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Alcohol. You in there? It's in there. It's in there. 11%. Which, you know, Are you, you asked right? me how the Are wedding Are you going to make it through this whole podcast? Uh... Well, I didn't make it through my sister's whole wedding. I did a, be- I did a, I did a, an admirable job. I mean, kind of. You from bailed on your sister's halfway wedding? Through? No, no. That's what I mean by admirable. I, like, held it up. Like, I didn't drink. You know, I was like, don't, don't drink. Don't. Don't drink. Uh, don't, well, like, don't, like, be. Were you afraid don't you were going to, like. Because you drink all day at a wedding, you know? You start off with the mimosa, and then the groomsmen are, like, passing around the whiskey bottle. And it's all fun and games for them, but you know. Well, that, I would probably just wait until the reception. 
That's what I did. And all day there was a uh, murmur of how there was going to be dragon's milk on draft. I thought you were going to say there were murmurs of how you were going to make a scene. <laughs> no, I, I, once the dragon's milk hit my blood into high a dosage, because like I'd been trying, I really didn't want to get too drunk at my sister's wedding. I did. <laughs> but you not, did get too drunk? But after everything. I had recorded everything. The were dances the, has were happened. Were you the wedding I, photographer? I have a memory of playing, uh, what's it called? Uh, the ACDC song? Thunderstruck, that that uh, drinking game. Did yeah, you I, speak? Did no. you give a toast? No, no, no. My sister doesn't Wait, want that. How, how do you do? Hmm? Were you the DJ? No, no. I was half videographer. I like she. She wanted me as a groomsman, and she didn't want me like. Uh, she wanted me in the wedding, you know, not filming it. So I just like was sitting in my chair with my camera, oh. and I couldn't help myself, you know. Wedding. Did you cry? Uh, yeah, I cried a little bit um, during my dad's first look. My looking at her, he's got all emotional. That's that's very sweet. Like vicariously feeling it through him, and then especially like filming it, it like gives this wall of distance where I where I cry more easily or something. It's like it's like a fake thing happen, or you know, I don't know. It's like listening to a podcast or something. It's easier to cry listening to a podcast. Yeah, you know, I'm always you, weeping listening to podcasts. Is this not why other people listen to podcasts? Come town just like on yeah. the floor bawling. Oh my god, these boys. Did they, they play so well? Did they play any of those weird daddy daughter songs that we've talked about before Thank on god. the podcast? Thank God, no. What, what 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 was their song? It was uh this is the other point I cried. It's all uh dad related. It's all well because my dad. It was uh, what's it called? What a wonderful world, Louis Armstrong. You know, it's great. It's a great father-daughter dance song, especially because it's like two minutes long. So, it's just like one and done. There's a lot of them that are like six minutes, and unless you have a DJ that is professional enough to know to fade down after three, there gets to be a point where like the, you know, like the father and daughter are kind of like swiveling their heads, <laughs> looking around, like okay, <laughs> move it along. We had our emotional arc of the moment. We got. We went through it all, and now we're. Still swaying here, trying not trying to not feel too awkward, like looking straight into each other's eyes. Unless you're just one of those couples where like the dad just wants to fuck the daughter, then they're just locked, yeah. locked in. Donald and Iv- Iv- uh, Iv- Ivanka or Ivana. Yeah. Do you it, think it, that, I wonder you how that went? Free bird. How did that? I guess probably pretty normal actually, but the father, the Trump, he didn't cry dancing with Ivanka. Did he even do it? He had to get out there and be funny. Halfway through, it it went. Well, it's a brick <laughs> house. Shaking his fanny. Uh, and he that was his idea. He didn't clear it with Ivanka. Filling his diaper. <laughs> Just filling it with bricks. It's a construction. It's a working Wait, class. Nick, did you cry at your sister's wedding? My sister's wedding, there were only five people at my sister's wedding. Were you one of them? I was one of them. It so, was me, my sister and her husband, and my parents. Really? Was this like a city hall kind of wedding? No, we did it at our house. Huh. Wait, somebody must have married them, though. I guess there was somebody there marrying them. No. I did not cry at my sister's wedding. I don't, I don't mm. think I did. I cry at all my friends' weddings, though. 
the culmination of uh, of the drinking, though, to follow that thread is, you know, I could have been way worse because, well, I had been not drinking as much leading up into it too, which I should have honestly been drinking a lot. That should have been preparing myself, you know, <laughs> make it so that I, what <laughs> didn't have like, admittedly, this is a lot, but two. But it's not like crazy. It's two glasses of uh, dragon's milk, which is eleven percent, and then two like, like glasses, like shots of, uh, of Maker's Mark. And uh, oh, and one mojito. So you know, that'll get you drunk. But that got me blackout. And apparently, well, what kind of time span are we talking about? Really fast. Yeah. Really fast. That's probably that's why you don't don't drink. Don't, yeah, don't the eleven percent shit when you're trying to maintain. Yeah, and you're like didn't have much food all day too, because I'm like in the groomsman party. The, but thankfully, I, I guess like in ten years of drinking, you know, my thirty year old uh, brain or like the 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 joys of being thirty is that apparently I was stumbling towards the campfire. Uh, I was walking towards, there's a long walk to the campfire, and at one point just said, I need to sit down by a tree, walking's too hard, and then I, this is all, you know, retold to me, and then I said, uh, I need to go, I need to go to bed, it's done, <laughs> we need to retire Dustin, he cannot go face the public, he can't go to the campfire, the, whatever was left in my brain at that moment knew, you know, they made the, they made the call. They took me home. Pull the plug. Time to pull the plug. <laughs> so, yeah, it could have been way worse. You know, I could have been. I could have had all of these, like, know that I spent all this time with all these people and had no idea what I said to them. And it probably wouldn't have been great, you know. He's, my sister was marrying a military boy. <laughs> so he said to, to bite my tongue about that all day. You know, not that I was, like, chomping at the bit to, like, shout out. You know, uh, hope you enjoy the Persian Gulf or whatever during the, he's a Navy boy, you know, he might go, go to the Gulf, but he wants to fly. But at any rate, that's the, you know, I could have, could have said something bad. I could have told him he was stupid for joining the military, especially as a rich boy. You doing? Yeah, that makes no sense. Like, I'm not, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of, obviously a lot of predatory recruitment going on. And, and with those people, it's like, it's just a sad story. It's just a sad situation. Kids getting tricked into going to the military. But this kid's parents are loaded. He's well, like, I'm going to go be a, I'm going to fly to airplane. Well, maybe he just saw Top Gun. He was like, I want to be Mav. That's basically what it is. I mean, that's like, why would any, anyone who's like, makes the decision and starts pursuing joining the military at like the age of 15, that decision is initially like informed and made because you imagine yourself being cool. Yeah. You're like, I'm going to be a badass in an airplane. I like flying. I like, fl- I like to be in the airplane. I want to fly it around. And then that like, and then you don't really question why they're sending you like into a- Iranian airspace. You're just like this. I'm, I'm flying. It's uh, great. I'm flying here. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully he ends up being a better pilot than John McCain. That would, yeah. Hopefully. Or maybe I don't want my sister married to a military man. Are they going to, like, have to much move longer. all over the place and shit? Yeah, that's what, this is what happened, was that the one moment... She's going to go just, live like, in Germany sucked. for, like, four years? At the ceremony, 
the his like dad was doing the you know officiating and he just like makes some joke about how they're going to be moving around but one of the places he mentions that like they might move to is kuwait and it's just like right in that moment my like diseased brain immediately is like oh the wedding that got bombed the wedding that got bombed in iraq you know what if uh you know we bomb weddings my sister is marrying someone who's going to be participating in that uh it's, and it's just like what the fuck the, the the you should have you should have uh you know bomb the wedding no you should have stood up and said no i object i object come to think of it they didn't ask yeah because they probably knew that you you were fucking ticking time bomb <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah our fucking pinko son is gonna fucking ruin this whole wedding yep i mean god did anyone like say anything to you in advance in advance of the wedding about your politics and how um, you should keep them to yourself at the wedding? No, no, I don't think so. I think it was maybe 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 it was hopefully known that I would try to regulate myself. You know, it's like Dustin; he likes to mouth off about communism, but he's not totally stupid. He might be stupid enough to like that communism stuff, but he's not. Like, totally brain dead. Not stupid enough to ruin his sister's wedding. Yeah. He can, like, tell the difference between fighting for working people or, you know, the oppressed masses against capital and enslavement and the terroristic police forces and, uh, you know, ruining his sister's wedding. Unless, you know, there's too many dragons milks in. But, you know, I felt better, too, that uh, the dragon's milk, that was, like, a theme of the wedding the next day. All of, like, my uncles and shit that got wasted without meaning to. <laughs> I just woke up to, like, a I whole... I feel like it's a terrible, terrible idea to have dragon's milk at a wedding. Ultimately, yeah, it was. It, On tap. Like, why would you do that? It goes down so smooth. <clears throat> and I don't know. It's, like, it's, it wasn't, like, super advertised that, like, this shit is 11%. It will fuck you up. Excuse me. It should have been like limit one per person or some shit. Yeah. Well, I would go up and I'd be like, uh, Dragon's Milk and Maker's Mark, please. And I, the second time I did that, they gave me a little bit of a squint. <laughs> like, does this guy know what he's doing? <laughs> is, that, is that Maker's Mark for someone else? Or is this guy double fisting these? The last wedding I went to, eventually they just started not putting booze in my drinks. <laughs> Because I was know? just going up and getting two at a time, for just for myself. It's probably a tell, I like guess. two mixed drinks, you know, two like G and Ts or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just like every twenty minutes, like going and getting two more hard, you know, liquor drinks or two beers. And after a few hours of, and I was just like, I didn't black out, but after a few hours of just being incredible, you know, I was very fucked up. They, yeah. were, I think they were probably cutting everybody off, but like. They didn't tell me. I was like, I got back to the table and I was like, to taste this, this has no alcohol in it, right? <laughs> just, just realize you're being treated like a child. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can handle it. Although, who knows? If they hadn't cut me off, who knows? Yeah. You could have been, up... been real bad. Well, I woke, I woke up the next day, too, to like find out all this. You know, on top of my uncle's being drunk, that like Leah, my cousin, who's like 20 like got completely like basically alcohol poisoned it sounds like you know constantly throwing up the next day but like 
And everyone I know, they all probably think, well, I'm glad I fucking was in bed. Because I know they think that I, they, they would want to accuse me of that. Be like, Dustin, I thought it was an open secret. I'm here at Thunderstruck, just drunk off my ass, and I look across the, the circle from me, and I see Leah's finally got herself a mojito. I'm like, oh, look at that. It's an open secret. She's drinking at the wedding. Everybody's having a great time. That's about the last thing I remember, too. But I did ask Maya. I was like, did I give Leah, like, my vape pen or anything when I was blackout? Oh, you would have been accused of getting your cousin fucked up. Yeah, of being the one who provided it. Right. And, and like, gave her the vape pen. Because I gave her the vape pen a few nights before, only because she was, like, I was, I was like, I hesitated, and she's like, I smoke bongs all the time at college. That was enough for me. It's like, come on in. <laughs> no, I don't, need, I don't need to see that ID. Come on, come right in. But overall, pretty mixed uh, report card, I think, for me at my sister's wedding. It's not a, it's not a straight F, which I'm happy about. It's not an F minus. I'll give it a C minus, I think. My performance. It's, it sounds like a C plus to me. Okay, right. Because if I had gone to the the bonfire, who knows what could have occurred? That would have been that. We would have started Shit, dropping maybe letter like grades. A B minus. You hit the, your limit, and you well, how many? How much hijinks did you get up to before you decided? Not, not really. It was all internal, I guess. Like the shame. I, I did a good job of of hiding it, unless you were one of the people up in the hotel room that saw me vomit on the floor. <laughs> which is only uh my brother and maya and his his girlfriend uh i mean fiance wow they've been engaged forever it's one of those wow you're gonna be the last of your 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 clan to, to tie the knot yeah well i'm do? the only one that's not fucking getting married to their like high school or middle school sweetheart basically <laughs> it's like my that is like a, gonna be a barrier between me and my siblings that I have to just like, I've, I've come to terms with, but like they live in this like sealed off, like, have they only had one like partner ever, like sexual partner. They've only had sex with one person ever. They've only dated one person ever. That's a fucking nightmare. It's weird. I I would, I could, I mean, I guess good for them for being in love and all that. Right. If they're good with it, which I hope they are. I hope that there's not like some, I would just wonder the rest of my life. Yeah. Nagging wonder. Which, I mean, how would there not be? But, you I know, maybe know. they're pure of mind. That's, like, the point is that you're supposed to, like, Catholics. mess it up and get, you know, date some. It's how the movies taught us, you know, the TV shows. You get out there, you get maybe your Maybe they're just, broke. like, really well-adjusted. Yeah, may I don't know. I feel like it's de-adjusting them, actually. Like, they're getting, I thought, I used to think my brother was, like, a more adjusted person than me and my sister. But as they get older and more, and they're, like, weird little, uh, like, what do you call it? Hyper... I keep wanting to say a, a smart word that make me sound better. Hypodermically sealed. Hype, what am I looking for? Hermetically sealed. Hermetically sealed. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, little micro worlds of never having dated anyone else. It just like as a homeschooler, like my brother was a homeschooler too for longer than me. Having only dated one person since middle school, that'll compound your weirdness. Yeah, your brother's pretty weird. Yeah. We're weird. We're weird. I'm coming to terms, too, with the fact that my, my mother's anxiety uh, disorder that she's terrified to 
acknowledged because of like antiquated ideas of like, don't tell me it's all in my head has been going on longer than I realized when I was, I had the realization, all this yucca root shit, all this like potatoes are killing me. Oh no, now tomatoes are killing me. That, that, that's, <laughs> it's been an ongoing Your mom moving. thinks tomatoes and potatoes She's, are killing her? For like, since I was like 14, there's been like a moving diagnosis of things that are like ruining her brain and her mind that all share the exact symptoms of anxiety. <laughs> it's like every, she, it started with like dairy, which is like, okay, it's very common. You know, oh, you're great. You're, you're feeling better. You're not having dairy. Oh, you're not, okay, you're not having nightshades. No more tomatoes, no more potatoes. You're not having uh, wheat. You're not having anything but your little like rice noodle pasta dish that you put uh, like um, mushroom oil on. Until, and then she decided singular, like the, you know, the, the, like, what's it called? Allergy drug completely destroyed her brain. And then it was, God, what was it after that? It's been a moving thing, but moving target. But eventually the most recent incarnation is long COVID, which that's why it's hard for me to not just roll my fucking eyes at, uh, all this long COVID shit, especially when you actually read the article about like the long haulers and it just actually it, all it says is that these it doesn't have any sort of like medical pinpointing of anything going on other than like a certain percentage of people after covid all have the exact symptoms of anxiety uh so yeah it's dastardly shit out there as far as trying to basically push anxiety on people well like, she had that quack doctor for for all this time she was buying it's been a moving that's been a, a, a constantly shifting morphing thing too the worst incarnation obviously being when when you're buying magic water from someone that's not good uh, especially when the water is you know cost several hundred dollars for a case though so she did get out of that to her credit she's not ready to go straight down the rabbit hole probably just because she doesn't have enough money you know she would be the golden goose for for a grifter and she did have to break the, that grifter's heart and be like I can't actually afford to buy your thousand dollar cases of water anymore I know you thought this was going to go on for the rest of my life because I'm as disinterested in curing this as you are <laughs> like, oh my god so yeah so when your mom finds a new target for her anxiety is the old one gone or is it, or is it just like a list that keeps building that's the thing is that it does disappear like as a thing that she at all thinks about or is concerned about and i have, so she's back on the nightshades then no well she does still not eat the nightshades so i guess that's but she's willing to eat a potato she, then again i swear to god maybe she's i gotta keep an eye on her like mom it's a nightshade <laughs> ah, ah, spit it out no tomatoes. They're right. They're poison. They were right the first time. It'll kill. It'll give you an exact replica of anxiety in your head. That's not anxiety. It's actually. Just, it is tomatoes. You can't have anxiety. If you have anxiety, it means it's not real. And also, she's getting old. I mean, like you know, it. Ha bless, bless her heart. She. I, it's, I swear to God, this all started with menopause. This is just becoming like a counseling session, <laughs> for. But you know. She started to have the chemical changes go on in her head, and then also, like, you're aging, so you just will feel worse every year of your life. And uh, 
and like she's she's uh she's she's um what's the word fighting against the night raging against the night of feeling worse every day until she dies oh god i don't want to say it that way this is horrible <laughs> we all die there we go it's the truth that made me feel better and then we're reborn or trapped in an eternal nether realm where we where we think we're having a dream that we can never wake up from and and we're constantly running from ghosts that are actually humans and and peeking out from behind trees at them <laughs> yeah you, you become really really good most of your life becomes hiding behind things and and, and, and quickly peeking so did can't catch a shadow being on tape or is it all just a hoax you decide hope you guys say something or do something oh my god no. Oh. How are you losing energy? You've been up for like three hours, I right? feel like it's just the sun. No, I've been up for like six hours. Well, Continuously? Mm-hmm. I bought, I got, I got my Lego set. And why Finally. Do you, why do you have that? Because I spend so much time standing in the Lego aisle. <laughs> fucking staring at Lego sets and just being like, and then, uh, you know, ultimately being like, I, I don't need to buy a Lego. And also, you know, looking for one that speaks to me. It's a lot of dumb Legos. But, get, so this is like a little here? bulldozer or something? Yeah. This is a $10 Lego set, and, I, and it spoke to me. It's a little construction man. It's, it's a working class Lego. It comes with a rat. Uh, pizza rat? It, it comes with a pizza rat. comes with a wheelbarrow, which really sold me, actually. And two orange cones and a guy and a little uh, um, like Lego dump truck type thing. A Lego like front dump truck. Is that a real thing? Or did they just make this for my little Lego so it could be ten dollars? I don't know. It's a front dump. I've seen those, yeah. So I can move on with my life. Wait, wait, you should, is really all you I mean. You can't to get say. that you have to you have to get a little Lego city now. Oh god, no. I was worried it would activate that in me a little bit. Maybe that's part of the resistance. Well you haven't just assembled. Every it once yet. in a while just get ten another ten dollar little city Lego thing. The Lego eventually you'll have like a whole little little ecosystem i'll build a beautiful lego utopia with none of the police sets exactly it'll be just firemen or you could get the police set and just like act out a little thing where you, the the construction workers like put them against the wall and shoot them Ooh, i could make a lego chaz and then you can use your little front loader to put the police in the mass grave for the police guy. fuck that would be beautiful oh my god make yeah I, that would be a fun way to get into Legos, to do, like, cop uh, aside Legos. Like, stage just a bunch of ways that cops are being killed en masse. I'd have to get so many cop Legos, though. Cop, just reuse them. Yeah, but I'd want, like, there to be a lot in the grave. Yeah. You know? That's understandable. It's probably your, like, landlord pops up one day, and you're just burying cop Legos <laughs> in the backyard. And he's like, okay. I'm like, no, this is, like... Me uh, doing it because of how fucked up it would be. And then he's like, what's that hole for? And you're like, um, the landlords. <laughs> it's funny. I was, I was getting, I was at a Korean spot with my friend earlier today getting dinner. And I, we were, it was just me and him alone in the restaurant until like halfway through our meal. Like 10 cop trainees came in all wearing identical shirts like Detroit police shirts, just young, like 
18-year-old kids just who want to be cops. Guys ready to be cool. Where'd you go? Wasabi? No, it's called Gingy. Cool. How was it? It's good. Did you get some bibimbap? No, I got Jap J. Nice. Can I have another one of those PBRs? Yeah. All right. Hey, that's all my notes. I keep meaning to bring. That's I, all your notes? I wrote failed my sister, but I think I already covered that. I made a note last night when I was super hammered and very, very high. Extremely high. What was the note? I had to do it. I had to do voice to text because I couldn't type it. That's when you know you got something you need yeah. to document. It's if gold. You're like, it was gold. If you're I was like, this idea is fucking perfect and... I don't want to lose it because I won't remember it if I don't write it down right now. Here's my note. It says, brain is so terrible, my, my brain, that the first time I get laid after COVID, I will think that I only got laid because of COVID and that will fuck me up. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you've just written yourself a little prophecy. I was like, I was thinking about it. I was thinking like if the first person that's willing to fuck me I'm just going to be like the only one to fuck me because they got super horny from COVID and they were just throwing me. They're just too horned up to know any better. It's probably going to be everybody on some level. Well, that's the thing. That's what I realized. Like when I calmed down a little bit, I was like, Oh no. I mean, who cares? It's probably going to be a lot of like false start relationships that form post COVID people that are just like happy to feel each other's warmth. Like I'm so in love with you because of the way you're you're warm, the way that you're a hu- another human being. You have legs and, and just an anthropomorphic form. It's hot. I uh, check this out. Check these guns. Well, I thought you got a tattoo for a check, second. No. <laughs> yeah, I got a tattoo you of got my dose number two. My COVID band aid. <laughs> You want to go? You want to go to Bumbo's after this? I uh, got my vaccine at Kroger. That's what it says. says? Yeah, which makes it way cooler. Pretty cool. Is that why you were at Kroger earlier? Yeah. Uh Uh, Wait, what'd you say? I said you want to go to Bumbo's after this. Uh, I'm not full. I'm not. I just got it. I'm just fucking with you. Okay. You got to wait two weeks. Yeah. Which wait? Did you get? Which one did you get? Get the Pfizer. Pfizer. Okay. I don't feel anything. Good. Nothing at all. Good. I mean, I had no felt side effects. I just, I, I have. He's got weird lymph I got nodes. Lymph nodes were on this side where the I got my shot. What? You have lymph nodes on the side I'll of your I'll body. I'll show you. He's got like marks on his body. See him? I think touch it. You touch don't the see node. It? No, I don't. Well, maybe they're faded. I'm gonna go look in the mirror. What the hell? I thought no lymph nodes were in your neck. Yeah. They're like in your armpits and shit. No. Mm-hmm. God. I had enough trouble accepting the ones on my neck. You know how many times I felt those things and convinced myself I had cancer? Still here. Oh, yeah. I see it. Oh, I it's see just it. like little dots. I see it. You're kind of covering up with your hand. That was why I couldn't see it, I think. I looked it up. It's like 16% of people who get the Pfizer or Moderna. It's, it's much more common with Moderna. Pretty rare with the Pfizer. What do you got? I got the Pfizer. Are we all Pfizer? We're all yeah. Pfizer. Hell yeah. We're you know there's like an elit- elitism thing going yeah. on with the Pfizer? What's well, the best us. one, it seems? Well, it's funny because it's like you can just choose. It's not like actually hard to get, at least from well, my experience. Well, early on you couldn't choose. Okay. I, I, I get the Pfizer because that's what they gave me. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, when I called, when, well, when Kevin called for me, yeah. they gave him the choice of all three. Remember? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Same. When I went to Kroger, and I didn't like, have my... Like, Pick your poison. Well, I, I didn't have my documentation. No choices there. And then they gave me, they were like, did you get your card last time? And I was like, no, I don't think so. And they're like, oh, and they gave me a card where they said, you could just, when you get home, write your name in. It's like, I could, hmm, sell this. Yeah. COVID card. Yeah, when they sell it to my the Aunt COVID Becky. vaccines or the passports. Yeah. Is that happening for sure now? I don't know. Hmm. Let's do it. Just have everybody lose their fucking minds. Let's go. I feel like I was really fucking testing the efficacy of that uh, Pfizer vaccine this weekend. The party, yeah. Uh, I mean, I was at the damn wedding. I'm like, what's only 70%? But I think everyone there had like their vaccines. Well, except for my anti-vax aunts, but I didn't spend much time with them. You have a right to live your life in our society. All right. Mic's up. And silence. <laughs> Great. I'm, I'm trying to work up a sneeze. Just, it's just, just like we're just out on the balcony still. Come on. Tell me about your life, Nick. Tell me all these fun stories know. from being at the bar. Getting nibbles. Getting nibbles. The it's the horniness is real. It seems like people people want to make make a love connection. Yep. And I'm just the lecherous old man to to help them with that. If you're too afraid to yank the pole and get the hook through the the the, the mouth and and reel them in flapping and throw them on the deck. Yeah. You don't like that part. Well, a friend and I were talking about getting older and having relationships and trying to decide on whether how serious you want them to get and or do you just kind of are you not ready for that or is it just fear like whatever and uh i was thinking like i don't know if i could just like run through some chicks in their late 20s for the rest of my life that'd be okay I mean, like, actually being in a relationship is, like, a lot of... It's, like, work. It's, like, hard work, you know? I mean, it's rewarding, don't get me wrong, but, like, it takes a lot of work, you know? And, like, people tend to, like, eventually feel like... I don't know. They want you to, like, improve yourself and stuff like that. I'm not really interested in that. I'd like to lose some weight. But outside of that, I think I'm... I mean... It's the worst part of a relationship. I'm very like, much in well, like, You want me to be a like good, fully functioning person, too? Right. Come on. Well, the thing is, I won't treat you poorly. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll... We'll have... I can hold a conversation, usually. Um, you read books? I like to have fun. I feel like I'm pretty good at fucking at this point. You know? So, like, I don't know. I like movies. We can watch movies. Netflix and chill, you know? These are things girls in their late 20s love. I like to travel. There will be the promise of assuming you can pay for a plane ticket. Uh, you might get to go to some exotic locations. I've been some very cool places. You could be nursing Nick friend, back to I health like, after he fell on a cliff. A lot of really cool friends that are fun to hang out with. You know, you guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're part of the package for sure. I think so. Be like, wait, just wait till you meet these guys. You think... Well, you're like... Th- you know, you're getting into like you were expanding your friend group. Yeah. Potentially. You cool rock and roll guy, me. Mm-hmm. That's who I am. Yeah, of all my friends, you're the one that I think of. <laughs> <laughs> of all my friends that have been in ba- bands yeah. since you were like five years old. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> definitely think of you it's as me. this is the, my rock star friend. <laughs> not not all these guys who've gone on massive mm-hmm. tours across the entire country or depend to Europe. Now they're sellouts. Yep. This is my pure rock friend who uh, is who makes music for no one. Yeah. For himself, like a real artist. That's true. You are a true artist. Scott's in four bands now. That's that's. I'm gonna say that right now. That's too many. Yeah, I don't know how you do that. I mean, uh, like, like I don't know how you do that and have a job also. Four uh, bands. I guess. Yeah. It's just a commitment issue. You gotta commit to a band. You can be in two bands. Two bands. Two. Two three at, at most. most. Three at four. Three is, is pu- three is when you're like pushing it. Yeah. Four. Four is, is like. That's come lot. on. Which one of these bands is the worst? <laughs> you got to break the news to someone. Well, he's a drummer, so you know. Yeah, he just shows up and bangs them. Right, bangs them, bangs around. It kind of requires a little bit less of him, I would say. Mm. Like if he doesn't, he's not the song. He's not going to be like the primary songwriter in any of these bands. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Like definitely songwriter not. in any of them. No, he has been in the past, and he makes his own music. But like, check out the frustration. No, just frustrations. <laughs> yeah. I think about that a lot. Frustrations. Frustrations. Great band. It's like Talking Heads. Great band. Don't say the. Smashing Pumpkins. You're a fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. And what are the other bands? Yeah, let's just list more bands. Let's name drop them. Well, cool he's not in frustra- Frustrations is not a thing anymore. Okay, what's his, what's his bands now? Well, he's in Timmy's Organism, which is a fuck. That's, that's a big get. That is a big get. You don't quit that one. No. That's a rad, super rad band with actually some name yeah. recognition. That guy's ruined my clothes. That's how cool of a rock and roll guy he <laughs> is. He's yeah. the kind of rock and roll guy who would just throw paint into the audience, and you're just like, oh, well, you know what? I'm fine with this because of the rock and roll. He's right. so good. Or like shoot fireworks off of his head. Yeah. Awesome guy. He knows how to rock and roll, that's for sure. <laughs> He's a Hamtramck legend. Sure. A guy known to... To bang on bar doors at 4 a.m. and screaming to be let in, uh, and then saying, come on, this town used to be cool. Is that a thing that he did? Yeah. (laughs) At Outer Limits one time. Okay. Come on, this town used to be cool. The man's name is Tim Volger. Volger's his last name? Yeah, he's got a classic, well, you know, it's a punk punk, uh, punk moniker. It's a punk name, but it's a, that's a, real fucking rock and roll name right there it's a classic one too like he's an old yeah nobody guy does that from the old scene he's been around i mean he's probably five years older than he's I been around long as caveman woodman he actually got a uh, uh one of those grants not a macarthur that's like a million dollars the uh, i know what you're talking the the he, like, he got like a hundred thousand dollars to just sit on his ass and make art Cra- yeah, not Kresge. So, do anyone thinks being like a blackout drunk alcoholic um, every night is can't work out for you? Some people make it work. I'm actually incredibly amazed at like these type of people that live in Hamtramck that are seemingly like stay up till four a.m. every night, getting fucking wasted, but they still have like the drive and energy to continue on with like their music ambitions and. He's some kind of weird savant. Like he's his music is fucking awesome, and his painting. I don't know if you've ever seen his painting. His, also, his album very, is one. Of he's them, like a yeah. very creative person. Fucking quesadilla. Trying to microwave it. Don't know how to use microwaves. 
just see something in the New York Times earlier today, though, that was like uh, that that scientists uh, have evidence now to suggest that our, our our immunity from our vaccines will last years. So, oh, that's nice. Yeah. It's great. We just relegated the problem to the third world, as usual, and we yeah. can just uh, you know put up those mental blinders. Even if it continues to like mutate and stuff, they think we'll be good against the variants too. Uh, I don't know if it what it said about variants, but who it said, said that there should be some level of immu- like immunity within your marrow, so you'll you won't be going from scratch. You'll have something. That's interesting. This guy's gonna be found with a suicide. It's in my marrow in the back of his head from the Pfizer squad. <laughs> who want to you know do the long COVID? Please, Pfizer, if you want to do it, please do it. Long COVID. No, oh, might kill me. Kill. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. If you start start trying to talk about how the vaccine you don't need to keep getting forever. I mean, you do. Well, yeah, Nick needs it to happen, so his, his future tattoo will... Yeah, I don't know. I'm starting to wonder if I should maybe <laughs> just not get that tattoo. <laughs> I don't know. You got to get this one. You got to get the one that says, uh, I got my vaccine at Kroger. That's not bad. <laughs> Even though I didn't. Yeah, that would make you a bit of a poser. Kroger stealing Kroger Valor. Mm-hmm. Kroger COVID Valor. Kroger COVID Valor. Well, guys, I think uh, why don't we say goodbye? Yeah. Um, I would like to say, guys. Let's rally on the subreddit. I want everyone to go on there that is still listening to this and just tell me what the, what the hell do you like about this show? Anything? I mean, you're listening to it, right? You must have pushed play on it for some reason. Are we, do we do the thing you liked still? Is it a thing that every week you listen in and you're like, ah, they suck now? Tell me what you like. Tell me what you hate. I just want to know. I want to have well, there some was kinda... that one listener on the subreddit that said, "I hope this up is this episode better than the one from last week." And that was great to see. I like to see a little. Yeah, but the one that they were talking about from last week was like the first one that I felt good about in a long time. Well, and also Rocco told me that that episode was terrific, so I was inoculated against any uh, kind of uh, you know, negative feelings seeing that. But also, I that's great. Get on there. Tell say, fuck this episode sucked. We want that kind of yeah, hater feedback, energy. It's an it. open forum. Tell us pers- our personal failings and like how you imagine we're each individually fucking up and like how that doesn't want you makes you makes it harder to listen to. Oh yeah, actually, the last episode I got a text from a listener saying how good it was. Well, really? there we oh, go. I guess I should listen to it. Jeremy said he liked it too. Well, I guess some people like it. Well, you know, if you like it, tell me what you like. I just truly have no idea. Yeah, we'll do a listener request episode. Just tell us what you want us to do. Yeah, like, I want all the listeners to totally confuse like me idea. with input and have me just, like, start scrambling, trying to spin plates, and I'll fuck the whole show up. But at least it'll be a whole a, a new era of the show or something. Next one's going to be good. Next one's going to be good. Next one's going to be great. That's the end. Yeah.